Swim Swam podcasts joined by head coach of University of Florida, Anthony Nesty and Coach Nesty. It must be uh, a crazy last four weeks for you. I mean, first you come off of SECs and NC2As, which we could touch on, and success at both of those stages. And then um, Coach Popple steps down as the women's coach to take the uh, South Carolina job. And then Florida, you know, gives you the responsibility of the combined program, which must be such an honor. And I, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, it comes with now not just 36 people that you're responsible for, but probably closer to 80. But I'm sure the university just doubled your salary, right? Yes, it's been very busy and a little bit overwhelming, as, as you can imagine. But, uh, you know, we have great people here on campus, um, you know, great coaches, great support staff. And I'm, I'm very honored and uh, humbled, to, to be honest, to, 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 to be asked to take, uh, take on the women as well. Yeah, it's a well-deserved honor and you should be, uh, you should feel very proud of it. But it also comes with a lot of responsibility. How does your... Um, daily role change in your mind now as the combined head coach? Well, you just got to manage uh, another gender. Um, obviously, we've had real good success just having the men, but uh, when you're a Gator and uh, you're, you're called upon to uh, lead the other gender, I, I, I went for it. And our job now is to get the women on par with the men. Um, but uh, I could tell you this, though. Um, you know, Steve Youngblood has been with me for, for 10 years. Um, great coach, great friend. And Whitney Height, uh, he's going to continue to to be here. He's a fantastic coach, coach all the way. Well, you know, you know where he's coached, but he's a phenomenal coach. And I've known Whitney for quite some time as well. And uh, I'm going to lean on those two. And uh, with a combined program as well, you, you, you get to hire two more coaches. So um, I want two quality coaches added to the, to the staff. So, and <clears throat> so we can um, get this thing going and, uh, and going to a point where we were very competitive as you see and national. You've proven uh, to be able to lead and develop athletes for sure. And as you step into now a combined head coaching role, and I know that you've had this role as the, the head coach of the men's program alone, you know, being responsible for all the guys. Um, it's, it's a lot of responsibility and it becomes the further up you step in, in the college coaching ladder, the more it becomes managing coaches uh, as well as, and maybe a little bit more than coaching athletes. What's the difference? What's the difference between coaching athletes and managing coaches? Um, obviously, um, you know, when you're a coach, the thing you do is coach athletes. So that's kind of comes very natural to me um, and to many coaches out there. Um, you have to deal with, you know, obviously the training plans, talking to the coach, talking to, you know, the, the athletes and, and where they're at, where they want to go, um, you know, setting the, setting the foundation as far as, um, you know, sports health, mental health, um, you know, strength and conditioning, talking to, 
um, the strength coaches on how we can improve um, our, our strength where it translates pretty well, uh, you know, in the pool. But managing um, you know, coaches, um, it's, it's, it's obviously new territory for me, but uh, I think we, we all need to have the same vision. Um, first and foremost, um, I, I, I think the plan we've had with the men the last three years has been pretty successful. Um, I do want to implement sort of the same plan, but uh, um, with a different feel to it. Um, but by the same token, like I said before, I'm going to rely real heavily on, on, on the associates, uh, Coach Youngblood and Coach Hyde to, 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 to get this thing going because uh you know they're they're head coaches in their own right so um you know and i i, I don't know one thing i i don't do is micromanage people they all have they're all very talented they're all great coaches and i have to have them do what what they do best um so hopefully that's answers your question it does is there a place for you where you still get a, a group or a day or some of that you know hands-on stuff because if you're giving them the head coaching responsibilities of each team. Do you fit in to any of the, you know, hands-on coaching pieces anymore? Uh, I, I, I probably gonna, uh, you know, write the plan, the weekly plan, the yearly plan, and uh, have them kind of put their own spin to to what I what I envision the the the, the plan working week in week out. Um, sometimes I'll I'll you know take a group because uh, when you're the boss, you can do whatever. Um, you feel like, and uh, but but most of the times I'll 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 have those those coaches coach, and I kind of be the floater. Um, go with one group one day, you know, or, or two groups going back and forth. Because I, I mean I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm real good at uh, my um, how should I say multitasking. Deck. Yeah, I, I'm 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 really good at managing the deck and uh, and managing the coaches and, and knowing what we're looking for and where we need to go. So I'm, I'm think I'm, 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 you know, I'm think I'm going to have it set up where, where sometimes I would take a group, but, but the majority of the time, the, 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 the four coaches here, um, they're going to be very qualified and uh, they can manage their, the particular group that they're in, but I can just kind of move around making sure what we're looking for. I see. So, yeah. How did, and I, I listened to your podcast with Malin Coleman and I really enjoyed it. Um, and so I kind of want to kind of reference that podcast and it was during quarantine and you had slowed down and been able to spend six months with Lily, your daughter. Um, and you'd also talked about how, you know, in these meetings with the men's team, you guys discussed empathy and compassion and, and understanding for each other. I know that it was not in your mind at that point, but it, the things that we're taking out of quarantine that we learn now are kind of nice silver linings to the whole pandemic. How did that time prepare you for your new challenge of taking on the women's team too? Good question. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, our sport is so demanding. Um, that if you don't have empathy for the person next to you, your teammates, um, you know, the coaching, the support staff, it's going to be a very, uh, a very unpleasant um, experience for, for everybody. Um, and, and I think uh, first and foremost, um, if you care about 
your teammates. Um, uh, I think you'll get an, an environment where it's a good one. Um, it's going to be an environment where um, people will go to bat for each other. Um, they're going to even swim harder for each other. Um, and 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 sometimes when I mean I'm not in those meetings. Okay, so but but uh, you know what. From what I gather from talking to Dwayne, which um, I will do with the women down the line as well, is uh, you know guys just talk freely and uh, to get to know each other. Because sometimes they they always surprise each other because sometimes they say something that you know one of their best friends didn't know about them because you know some you know you're dealing with men some some things you don't talk about right but but but, but um I, I feel that we need to talk about those things because if you do talk about those things you're going to have a pretty cohesive group and a group that cares about each other and a group that's going to perform at a really high level um year in year out and, and i mean it took some time to get there but as you can see the results we've we've had the last couple of years it's 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 it's, it's a it's a huge, I think it's a big part of it. Um, and then it, you know, when we started this, all the, all the guys were kind of, am I, am I ready for this? But as, as the meetings went on week in, week out, uh, they, they found out that uh, this is really helping us get together as a group and, and athletically as far as, you know, posting really good times you know, team scores, et cetera, et cetera. It, it, has, it has helped. So my vision for, for, for the women is, is the same. Um, obviously, I'm, you know, it, I don't know all the women very well. I had to, I had to apologize to them in advance because I'm horrible at remembering names. Um, I can remember numbers, times, but names, I'm, I'm, I have a hard time. So, but uh, I think it was, you know, because the women saw the progression of the men in the last three years and from year to year. Um, and I, and I think, uh, they're wanting that. So. Yeah. I, I mean, they have to be excited and with your energy and your ability to connect to people, the women have to be thrilled. Um, how much of the work, cause the challenge is a men's program and a women's program running together or kind of parallel from with each other? How much is it going to be kind of the groups actually being a little bit combined? Because to some recruits, that's an appeal. Some girls want to swim with guys. Some guys enjoy swimming with girls. And to others, you know, it's an appeal. To, and you guys can kind of sell both now because I'm sure you guys are going to do a little bit of both. Um, yeah, a little bit of both. But I'm a big believer that, you know, strength and condition it should be separate. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, you we're going to go in a weight room at the same time because it just doesn't make any sense. So just, you know, doing the weights separate, um, doing all the conditioning stuff separate. Um, I, I think when a practice benefits both genders, we will be together, but for the most part, um, we're going to have to, you know, have a schedule where we're, it's men only and women only. I'm a, women have to train with women. Men have to train with men. But 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 whenever the practice benefits both genders, we'll we'll be together. How many practices is that? I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. But uh, you know, as far as 
this week, well, we, we kind of implemented a little bit of that. Uh, we're separate five practices and uh, we're, we're together three or four. I've got one more question and it's just kind of a, a coaching question and it's a curiosity that I always have and somebody who has reached the top of the coaching game here, but also uh, reached the top of the swimming game as a gold medalist. And I, I wonder how that benefits you in conversations that you can have with an elite athlete who's going into a ready room, you know, a coach like myself has zero experience of what a ready room at an international meet is like. You have huge advantage there. Um, and, in, and in those scenarios, like you know exactly um, the different pieces to look out for at that stage. On a daily basis, though, when not everybody's necessarily headed to uh, international meet, um, I, I could see that kind of drive and uh, motivation that made you such a good athlete kind of be tough as a coach to have that expectation. What's the, what's the plus as, as a coach now and have, haven't been able to look back and I'm sure it's been a progression, but you know, what's the plus of your athletic success in, in history in the sport and what's something that you kind of had to overcome as a coach? Um, well, the, pl the plus is always, um, Especially, you know, winning a gold medal in the Olympics, World Championships, um, and NC2A Championships. The kids know you've been there, you've done it. So you kind of, um, I, don't, I don't know if trust is, is the word uh, I'm looking for, but they kind of. Uh, Street credit. Yes, yes. You get the so credit. They, and, and, you know, when you talk to them and then uh, you, you can kind of, you can kind of see the connection of, you know, okay, um, I want to get to this level. Coach Nessie has been to that level, you know. Maybe I should listen to him more. <laughs> but but it's, 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 and then there's a connection too, right? And, you know, communication, you know. Uh, the, the most important thing um, I tell our guys and our women, the communication between coach, athlete, athlete, coach, and I, it has to be impeccable. I, don't, I mean, if you look throughout, you know, all sports, um, the connection between the coach and the athletes and vice versa has, you know, it, 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 it has to be um, respected and it has to be, you know, honest dialogue because if the, if the kids give me honest information, uh, you know, we could use that information and, and, and to, to, to put them on a path where it benefits them and it benefits the program, but, you know. If that makes any sense. So, yeah. Um, that you know the the, the negative. When I first started coaching, the, the, this this gnawed at me because I was pretty driven. I mean, you know, I was a sprinter training with the distance guys. It shows you how crazy I was. Um, training with you know Carlton Bruner, Matt Sedlinski, you know Jason Gorey, all those all those high level distance guys, um, and. When I first started, I I wanted everybody to be like me, right? But but you know, and and it and it and it caused a little friction because I wanted everybody to be Anthony Nasty, so everybody had to do what Anthony Nasty did, and uh, and I was like, uh, the first couple of years I had a real hard time with that, but once I got past it, I kind of realized that. Not everybody is me. Everybody's their own individual. You have to treat everybody a little differently. And, 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 and to get to the performance that you have, they just need to be themselves. 
and and once that once I you know figure that out, it took me a while to figure it out. It shows you how smart I am, but no, uh, I think it has to be really hard, Coach Nasty. I think that has to be one of the most difficult things because that drive and uh, that stubbornness of knowing that you've been there and knowing that this is it is part of what allows you to win a gold medal, not just be an international top of the world kind of swimmer, win gold medal at the most important race <laughs> in the in the world. And to let go of that stubbornness means you're kind of letting go of part of who you are and what helped you build up to that. So it's not an easy thing. That's got to be really difficult. And I, and I think a person that helped me too is my wife because, you know, you would come home and she would get the brunt of it, right? Oh, this kid did that. And then she goes, Anthony, not everybody can be you. So, yeah. so and then you kind of take a step back and go, you're right. So, you know, and then as soon as I realized that it was, you know, dummy it down, make sure, you know, the kids, kids, uh, they had to be themselves. Um, they, 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 they can only be themselves and coach Nasty, you're just going to have to live with it. All right. So and, uh, it was good though. I mean, it's, 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 it's been, you know, learning experience for me, when, you know, when I, when I was younger uh, and obviously, you know, swimming at a high level and coaching at a high level, it's uh, both, you know, as you well know, hard work uh, takes dedication. But uh, the great thing uh, about um, University of Florida is, is, is the support that we have. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's second to none. Yeah. Well, I think they also have a pretty great head coach because you're right. Not everybody can be Anthony in the water and not everybody can be coach Nesty on deck, but I'm going to strive to be more like coach Nesty. So I really appreciate this talk. I really do. And I think they're lucky to have you coach. Um, Thank you. And best of luck here uh, going into the Olympic summer. And then, you know, your first season as the head of the program. Thanks. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks for all that you guys do. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.